0: Visit Arcade Club, Europe's largest classic arcade, with over 200 video and pinball machines. There's classic consoles and computers. There is also PS4s, Xbox One's, Wii U, PC and Oculus Rift, and regular tournaments and competitions. All machines are set to free play. Open Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. Check out arcadeclub.co.uk for more details. Tenpence Arcade are proud members of the Throwback Network and the Retro Junkies Network. Hello and welcome to the 10 pence podcast. In this show we discuss the history of the humble 10 pence piece and how it fared after replacing the two shilling coin in 1968 in preparation for decimalisation three years later. Or we could just talk about old arcade games. Yeah, it's the 10 pence arcade podcast, silly. Oh, silly boy.
1: How are you doing, Vic? All right. Yes, my name is Victor Marland, if you don't know already, a.k.a. Vertvic, and welcome to the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. Ah, and
0: I am David Hamilton, a.k.a. Tronads. No, not. No, Trollnally. don't be him. <laughs> ah, you're right. Yes, I'm good. I'm in a good mood. Good, good.
1: I have been to the London Gaming Market today. London Video yeah. Gaming Market, I think it's called. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Met up with Garen. We always see him there. Have a great time. RGDDS, Garen. Uh, yep. I saw Alan, a friend of mine, uh, some other people, I saw John from RGDS and Shauna as well. Yeah, really nice to meet all these people again. I got, I bought some things, I sold some things, Ali the Retro Hunter sold some things on his store for me, thank you very much. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool, really good, really busy as well. Tons of stuff there, I bought a few little things and I came away with more money than I went with. That's always a must, isn't it? It
0: is good, that. Ooh. It's the best type of market, that. Oh yes,
1: best kind of you come away with money <laughs> to buy other stuff with. So, what have you been up to? Well, I had a birthday. Oh, well done you! Your guess, birthday guess. or someone else's birthday? Did you steal it? No,
0: it's my birthday. Ooh. Guess how old I am, Vic? Seven
1: hundred and forty-eight.
0: <laughs> forty-eight, not seven hundred off. Forty-eight. Yeah, you're getting old. Mate. You're really old. Two you're, years off. You'll be two dead years soon. Off, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, guess what I did? What did you do from, from getting older? I did a did you drink emission- some IPA? Yes, I, I am drinking IPA now. Actually, Punk Dog. Have you, dog. No, have you got their Brew man dog. boobs from the IPA yet? Oh, they're getting there. Yes, Brew Dog Punk IPA is very nice. Yeah, I did a murder mystery night with Ooh. the mother in for the for the mother in law's seventy fifth. It's quite interesting. Did you actually. murder the mother in law
1: in true Les Dawson
0: style? No, it was this very complicated. You had these four actors, and it was actually in a library in Darwin near Blackburn. Oh, that sounds awesome! And all the clues are in the books. It was great. You had to, really, you had to read yeah. stuff. No, I didn't. I didn't. Did bother. you work out who did, who done it? Do you know how I did it in the end? Did you just murder someone? It, you have like a, I think you have a one minute sort of interview with each of the four actors to find out which one did it, and they come around to all the tables. I asked, off? I asked every one of them, "Do they like Marmite?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly. And two of them didn't, so it had to be one of those two that did it. That, that didn't did like Marmite. Yeah. yeah.
1: Only hateful, spiteful people like Marmite. Everyone knows that.
0: No, I like
1: Marmite. Exactly.
0: Say anyway, any more. Say more. It, it, was, it was a flawed plan and I got it completely wrong. Oh, I thought you might. Mm. What else? I went to see a band called System 7, an old techno band in Cambridge with, a, with my mate and his girlfriend. That was a great night. Was there any. Woo! There was a large amount of that, yes. I thought there
1: might. That sounds horrendous. It's brilliant. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm. out else? tell me yes. stuff. Yes, this is
0: serious, this. Oh, oh. just a minute. Let me put some sombre music on a minute. There has been a huge disturbance in the force. <gasps> it can only be the Pie Factory podcast review of Galaxian. Why, um- I I'm a, I'm a podcast behind because so I've been busy. I've not been listening to too many podcasts. Right. Sean and Jimmy G reviewed Galaxian, and this is what they had to say about our lovely Galaxian. It mm. said, there's no point to the game. You just shoot a bunch of stuff, and that's it. Well, that's that's mm. all games of that era. Mm. And it does give you a mission. Mission, destroy aliens, three words. Yeah. That's the, that's the point. And then he says... Jimmy G says quite often, you can only fire one bullet at a time. How many nearly bullets do you need? All games, nearly all games of that period, 1979, 1980, you could only fire one bullet. Yeah. Golf, Space Invaders type games, Astro Fighter, Berserk, mm-hmm. all of them kind of things. And then, Vic, guess yeah. what they said? Guess what they said? I have heard it, so yeah, I do know. Oh, right. There is nothing exciting about the cabinet.
1: Nothing On our notes here, like- you've got get. Oh, I can't say that. After every uh, sentence. <laughs> yeah, go on. there they've put, the marquee is kind of meh. What? Stop. The, I cannot have anything against that font. That is not happening. That marquee is awesome. I, I'm going to write to the local ombudsman
0: about this. I already have. They said, what are you on about? But <laughs> yeah, the the Namco and the Midway Cab are beautiful things. Yeah, can't argue with and, that. And then they said, better on home consoles. No. <gasps> No, 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 no. And no, to no, top no. it all off. Mm. <laughs> they gets say worse, gets worse. It's only remembered fondly because of the number of firsts to introduce, like the first full-colour graphics and all that kind of thing. And I cannot here, believe. after
1: that, get completely oh, forked.
0: <laughs> forked. Get a fork. I put, and I put loads of swear in him. Anyway, I think our opinion of Galaxian is completely different to theirs. Let's just put it that way. Do you know what? I've found with... American friends of ours. Mm. They usually
1: prefer 1943 over 1942, which is totally wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Not an opinion. Fact. Mm. Facto. And they also prefer Gallagher over Galaxian, which is also wrong. Yes. Hmm. I bet they prefer Supercobra over Scramble.
0: Well, it wouldn't go that far. Oh, no. That's a bit that, of an insult, isn't it? That's some kind of mental impalement, that not it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not having that. Or not. Impediment even, I don't know. Anyway. One
1: of them things. <sighs> like, this calm. Let's yes. Chill. Let's chill. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Shall we get on with it?
0: Arcade news. Yes, guess what? What? The oh, biggest ooh, ooh, news.
1: Ooh, 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 just a minute, let me get... <laughs> go on. I'm, I'm quite excited about this. This This is so good. Go on. Well,
0: t- well today, says he's coming to the UK, trying to organised coming to the UK for an awards ceremony with all these new cards he's done. These his trading cards, Walter Day trading cards. And there's a lot of, oh, quite a few UK personalities on these cards. And Vic, 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 Vic. Yes. Guess, guess who is on these cards. <laughs> we are. Me and you, are on the card. You know what? Woo-hoo! I can die happy now. We're on a Walter Day card.
1: We are on a Walter Day card. With the likes of people like Alex, Whitney, yeah. Tony Temple, John Studley, all the best. I think the Pie Factory guys are on them as well, aren't they? No. Oh, good. Ha ha ha. ha. Sucks for well, you guys. So, he <laughs> he. They will be before long. They've got to be. Review. Yeah, probably. Mm. One day, just, 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 just cut him off their, their Christmas card list. I reckon.
0: With a massive thanks to Tagster, who's friends with Walter there. I think he swung it for us. Yes. So, fantastic. Huge thanks. So good. Yes.
1: The thing is, though, I looked a bit rough in the picture because I hadn't had a shave, and I had like that night to take a picture of myself for the for the trading card. So I looked yeah. a bit rough.
0: <laughs> I have one good picture of me, which I use for everything. So I put that on. It's you with your daft face, doing a daft smile. A daft smile.
1: I don't smile very often, so I, I couldn't really use that for me.
0: No, it's one of those stormy people. But that is, we can yeah, like you said, we can die happy. Do you
1: know when Walter is coming to the UK?
0: I think he's still trying to organise it, so nothing concrete yet.
1: Would it be an arcade thing? Oh, yeah, I would think oh, so. Oh, yeah, we treat him to an arcade. We we'll treat him to a pie. Yeah. Yeah. The Americans like our pies.
0: Yeah. Guess what yeah. I had for dinner? Pie? Steak and kidney pie. Ooh, I've got a snack here, by the way. Mm. Mm. It's pudding, actually. Steak and mm. kidney suet pudding. Oh, it were lovely. Mm. Lovely it were.
1: Can't talk the minute, a mince pie. Oh, I haven't had any mince pies yet. I love mince pies. Mm. So good. I should really turn the microphone when I'm eating. <laughs> Nom. Mm.
0: Diet Coke. Anyway, more arcade news. Go there's ahead. Th- there's a new Denshi D Go game, which, if you don't know, is these Japanese train driving simulators, and they've always interested me because they look quite kind of relaxing. Do you relaxing. know what?
1: These have been around for thirty years. They had games like on the on the Famicom for this, and in the arcade, yeah. in the Famicom, you can actually buy. A jadenture to go dead man's handle, you know, a train lever, yeah, as a controller. And this one here, I looked at this video, and it's actually like a room you sit in with like three huge screens. it's actually like a like a flight simulator room, but on a train. Yeah, look, Japanese they... are bonkers, aren't
0: they? I bet it's actually quite kind of quite relaxing, like these weird simulators you get on Steam, like truck simulator and it's stuff like, working, like that.
1: It's like working on the tubes. <clears> hmm,
0: <throat> bizarre. Yeah, I, just, I thought I needed to mention Denshi Digo. It's a, it's a good series, I think.
1: Yeah, it's been going for years. I mean, there's tons of Denshi Digos. It's really popular in Japan, but I think that's the only place it's popular.
0: There's a couple on main, but I can't work out how to play them.
1: No, you probably need a fancy twiddly knobs and, and handles and stuff. Yeah. Mind the gap. you got to say that. Got <laughs>
0: that's an that. English guy saying that. Yeah,
1: mind the gap. I say, mind the gap. <laughs> this is a good one I saw the other day. Someone has made an FPGA adapter to go on uh, colour vector games, and the guy has put Tempest and Major Havoc on one. It's a tiny little 3 or 4-inch board, which goes on a huge double connector, which plugs into a an original Tempest or Major Havoc machine. and It uses emulation software, but it, it emulates the hardware with FPGA. So basically, this is... Negating the need for an original board anymore, because a lot of those boards are very flaky and don't work. Mm. I'm really hoping they put Battlezone on it, because if yep. they do, I'd like to buy. Them. I think I think they're quite expensive. I was talking to Phil Murray last the week before last at uh, Chris CMP's meet last week, so that is is pretty cool. I think it's going to be really good. Mm. So that's yeah, interesting. It's nice. uh, yeah, but uh, so that was on that was on John's arcade, one of his videos. Actually, he went to this arcade and the guy was demoing it there. So it'd be interesting to see a bit more about that.
0: Mm. This is not news, but it's. Uh, I thought it was quite good. There's a Twitter group that I follow called Beep Game Center, and they they love all the Japanese stuff. And they've put on a little GIF, which is the ending to to Sega's Super Hang On, which I have never seen because it's a rock hard game. And um, have you seen it? Yeah, I did look at it. <laughs> The guy it looks like you, actually. <laughs> yeah, the guy pulls up, and all these all these women and photographers go around. And when you finish the game, he takes off his helmet, and it's an old man with a beard and smoking a pipe. Yeah, and everyone's faints, cool. don't they? It's really silly. I yeah, like they're faint, Yeah, it's that's awesome. It's, uh, I've I've never seen the end of Super Hang On, so that's cool. Nor likely to because it's hard. Oh, do you know what I did? What'd you do? You know, I was talking last time about trying to get these driving games working in Mame. Hmm. I was messing with the settings, and I kind of got it working, sort of. It's with a You've joystick it, or, or analog? Yeah, joystick. You, can, you change the sensitivity of the stick, but there's also another setting. Pardon, madam? Uh, there's another setting where they, it recenters. You know, there's a re-center setting. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, okay. So you're forever sort of tapping the stick. But if you make that really low... You can like unsuper. Hang on, you can go around the corners. You know, you can lean into the corners without the guy keep trying to right himself using oh, the I stick. still yeah, and it is playable. So maybe one day we can do a driving game with don't a stick. I like driving
1: games. I've <laughs> actually got analog sticks for arcade. i never used them though. Mm. I, I presume you can just wire them up to an uh, APAC, which plugs into yeah. a PC or whatever to use that. I could probably do that. I'll tell you one game I'd really like to play on analog. is Food Fight. Yes, that'd be an awesome game to play. I played it in the arcade. It's really good in the arcade, but you do need that stick to play it properly.
0: I'm not impressed with it. I think I've said before. We do like Food out... Fight.
1: It's... it's a really silly little game, but it's good. I like it.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like half as good as Robotron. That's that's the thing thing I had about it.
1: It's very good on the Atari Seven Eight Hundred. Really good version.
0: Hmm. Mm. Also, we've got a bit of info from the mighty Tagster, who tended the Australian Kong off. The yeah. Australian Kong off. Richie Knuckles th- flew to Brisbane uh, to host this, and, and Walter Day and Billy Mitchell sort of did a little video to encourage the players. Yeah, cool. And he's he's just done a little a little summary of it. Netherworld Kong off, eleventh and twelfth of November, Saturday. Qualifying from nine a.m. 9am onwards, top eight will play head-to-head on Sunday. 42 entrants from Australia. The day one stand-ins, Andrew Barrow kill-screened the game with 881,000. And it goes right down to eighth with 312,000. Tagster got in tenth with 198,000. That's a respectable score. Mmm. Very respectable. Oh, hang on, there's a bit of fun fact from Johnny Bond. Fun fact, Johnny decided to get a one-way ticket to Australia to play in the comp only a few days before the event. Last year, he made the national news in Australia when he got bit by a crocodile trying (laughs) to take a selfie with a crocodile. Excellent. That serves him right, really, doesn't it, Mr Selfie? Aye. Sunday the the 12th, after Andrew Barrow kill-screened on Saturday, the game was evil to him against John McNeil, and he was knocked out and lost all lives, a score of 78,000. Oh, oh,
1: wow, that's really bad luck isn't it mm. kill screen one day 78,000 I can get 78,000 on Donkey Kong any day of the week
0: how I unfortunate for him 52 I got that's all I got Alan Stahl who is the guy that rage quits and smashes the keyboard on YouTube he's quite a funny guy he was knocked out in the semi-final the final was Shane Saul and Graham Hawkins Shane Saul won it with 1.1 million wow oh hang on no, no hang on say first, how much he got, but
1: his personal yeah. best is one point one million. So he's yeah. obviously a kill screen player. Not surprisingly, mm. won then, is it?
0: Mm, so that's it's amazing cool. how many
1: people can kill screen that game. I mean, our Charlie Farr must be a, not far off doing
0: it now. He put, I think, somewhere. I've missed some here. Yeah, Ta- Tagster was picked up at the airport, and in the back of the car was Richie Knuckles. He says it was pretty surreal. Awesome. <laughs> I hopefully
1: to in February. I'm going to go to New York for a long weekend, take wife mm. over there, because we've got some friends who live in Long Island, close to New York. Mm. And I'm hopefully going to be able to get to New Jersey to Knuckles Arcade. But I think at the minute it's being refurbed or it's moving or something, it's closed at the moment. So hopefully by February it'll be open. I really want to meet Richie and, and go to his
0: arcade. it would be cool. That'd be nice, yeah, because it, it looks like a, a quite, not a big place, but a, like a yeah, nice quality, Though He
1: does a really nice job of his cabs, like top-notch mm. job
0: okay so well done tagster this is well not done. arcade news this next bit oh nearly but it's on the facebook defender page and it's a game called golden hornet right
1: it looks so good
0: and it's a super fast kind of chop stroke very, defender it's very
1: chop lifter, isn't
0: it yeah but it's super quick and it looks like defender it sounds a bit like defender it looks really good it should be in an arcade cabinet it should
1: is it a twin stick game I don't know. So when I was watching it, oh I was, it's goodness. quite quick. It looks just like Choplifter, but you can shoot up, down, left and right, and you can grab mm. hold of things, and you've got to collect your little guys and stuff and kill the bad guys. It looks really fun. It would be awesome in an arcade machine. Mm. You can it only get it on good. Windows, so I have to download it and put it on my cab, because that works under Windows, on my main cab, and have a special button combination. I can jump into PC games and play it on there, perhaps. It looks mm. really good. Though. I'm glad I looked at it. It looks a really nice little game.
0: It does look really good. There's yeah. a link
1: in the show notes for people to have a look at that. So go and buy it or whatever you have to do to get it. There's one thing I saw the other day. I think I found it on Twitter. It was a, a link to a video about, um, I think it's either Bridge Direct or The Bridge Direct or Learning Fun. These are the Walmart exclusives of those mini arcades I bought back from America. You know, I bought back Cuba Frogger and what was the other game? I got three of them. Centipede, no? Centipede, yeah. They're really good little LCD colour games, but the, the Walmart ones, exclusive to Walmart, are the colour ones. They just released number eight and number ten. Number eight is Joust, mm. and number ten is Rampage. And they're both colour LCD ones again, uh, presumably the NES version, which is a quite good versions of those games. Um, I wonder what number nine is. Nobody knows what number nine is yet. I don't think it's been released. It's Defender. But there's a, a link to a video on our website. With the link to the video, someone's showing them off. They look really good. I need to try and get these from America. They're like $20 from America. And I want to know what number nine is. So I think people are saying it might be Defender. It is Defender. Does anyone bloody listen to me? But surely you can't get all them buttons on, on a, one little <coughs> tiny machine like that. I'm hoping it's Dig Dug. Because yeah, the thing about these, these games is they're getting exclusive, these, these colour versions, but they're actually licensed games from people like Namco and Atari and Williams. So... Hopefully, they're going to get some really good games on these. They're really nice little machines, and they actually play quite nicely as well. The Cubot one really? is spot on. It's really good, yeah.
0: God, well, that tiny little controls, I'd struggle with it, I think. No,
1: honestly, when you come to me see me next, um, I'll let you have a go of them. They're really good little things. They, they are really playable, and the joysticks work nicely and everything. Really cool. We really have oh, about awesome. that. I'm so hoping it's Dig Dug. I really want to be a Dig Dug. Stop whining. It's not Dig Dug. Mm. Next.
0: Next. We have. Oh, I yeah can not say that. Holy Martin. Holy shirt, Martin. Holy shirt. Martin, Smarty Martin, has done something incredible with the Dino King cab. He has made an asteroid out of one.
1: I helped with this. I I did the holes in the panel for him. It's fantastic. He's taken the Dino King. It's taken him two years to do this. He's stripped it all down. He's had it powder coat painted black. Uh, he's done. He's put a proper Asteroids vector monitor in it, proper Asteroids hardware. He's made a nice panel up with a, the, an overlay on it. It's all black. It's really, really nicely made. And I can't wait to go to another one of his meets to have a go of it. It looks really nice. And it's a proper conversion. It's not none of your main rubbish. Proper vector game with a proper board in it and everything. It's brilliant. It it's looks re- really good. It is a really nice little thing. I, I've been, I see, saw it the last time I was there, sort of halfway in between... I've sort of seen a little few pictures when it's been made, but you now he's completed it. It looks really nice. Well done, sir.
0: Mm, absolutely brilliant, Martin. Next bit of news: Trailers are appearing for the official Rampage movie, starring du- du- is he Dwayne or yeah Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Mm, looks terrible. Which, it looks like a disaster movie with dinosaurs kind of things in it. Yeah. Bit of popcorn, bit, bit sit, put or, your feet up, or not? Watch or, and forget,
1: or just ignore it. Do you know, what I watched the other night in the bath. Ben Heck.
0: Bishop of Battle. I did, yes. Have you seen right it as in the well? Bath? Yes. Next, new arcade news. Every year there's a, a show in, well, a big massive event in Orlando, Florida called IAPA, I A A P A. And it's the biggest one in the world, really. It's a global, it says here. IAPA Attractions Expo is the premier global event for the thirty-nine point five billion dollar attractions industry. So it's not just arcade machines; it's everything. You know, There's like,
1: a lot of ten pences.
0: Like rides and you know, that Faber is
1: truckloads of ten pences.
0: So some of the games, there's the I've got all this off Arcade Heroes. who's are still putting videos together because it's only just finished. But there's four games right from Ubisoft featuring rabbits. You know those little rabbit. Yep. There's, there's, just,
1: there's just been a Switch game, Mario and the Rabbids. Yeah. I haven't played it, but yeah, they they were oh they've been coming out of consoles for a while, now the Rabbids, they're like daft rabbits.
0: Mm. Like
1: mad rabbits, I think.
0: Yeah, so Ubis- Ubisoft seems to have gone mental in the arcade world. Yeah. they've done one with called Virtual Rabbids the Big Maze, which is a massive VR thing. you're in like a, a panelled room, it's huge. Ooh. Sounds yeah. weird. They've also done one called Virtual Rabbids the, the Big Ride, which is one of them things... Do you remember something called Typhoon that you used to sit on laid back and it was just a video in front of you and it played?
1: I am a typhoon!
0: No. There's still a couple of them in Blackpool. I've basically, heard the
1: name before, but I don't think i really
0: recognised the game. Basically, you just hang on to it and then get a bad back and get off. It sounds wonderful. Mm, there's there's one of them there's also Rabbids Hollywood a four player gun game and right. Rabbids Rabbits Ticket Fiesta which is a, a redemption game but I'm not sure how that works do you win a Ford Fiesta uh, I'm not sure
1: a Sea reg Ford Fiesta
0: and some beans,
1: some beans.
0: <laughs> a can <cut> of beans <laughs> Eunice have done Atari Pong, which you spoke about before, the electromechanical Atari Pong table, which is cool as hell.
1: It is so cool. Is Andy going to get one at Go, Please ask him to get one.
0: Uh, yeah, I should do Andy, know. Andy, if you're listening, can you get one of those, please? I want to play it. Thank you. Brilliant. Sega have, have done, they, uh, they had Daytona Championship USA on, and apparently this is the definitive version with improved graphics and a four speed shifter. I
1: don't need I've that. heard.
0: I've heard two people say the graphics look quite dated and sort of PS2 era kind of graphics. So apparently they've improved that. Put a four-speed shifter on, and apparently if if you're like a little a little kid and you're playing it and you put it into manual by accident, yeah, and and you don't change the gears, it will automatically register that and change to automatic for you.
1: That's perfect for me. I don't like using gears in cars. It's good, though, isn't it? that's why I got an automatic car. I don't like using gears. I like using gears. No, I can't be bothered.
0: like accelerating and drifting. I like to put my foot down and go. Like a (laughs) go-kart. Sega have also done Target Bravo Operation Ghost, which is an older gun game with updated software. Raw Raw Thrills. Raw Thrills are back. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is is
1: the new version, isn't it? Yes, it
0: looks a decent, updated brawler, very similar to the, well... I say similar, it's the same kind of idea to the original.
1: I think that'll do well because there's so many people like that game. Mm. Wrong people, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's very
1: popular, Ho- hopefully it'll do well. It's an arcade game for goodness
0: sake, why not? Cool. Mm. Injustice Arcade they've come up with, which is the Justice League DC comic characters. <sighs> yeah, go Apparently on. the game will dispense cards with heroes on them. Apparently at the show it was just blank cards because it wasn't finished.
1: Can you see how impressed I look at the
0: moment? You look very impressed. Or, the, or asleep.
1: Yeah, one of those one of those two issues. choose.
0: A game called X Games Snowboarder, which is a snow racing game. I've played X Games Snowcross, which is its prequel, in Blackpool somewhere a few years ago. And it's a decent game. Do you stand it, on you, a snowboard and shift around or what? It's one of them, what are they, not skiddoos, what are they called? Like a bike with a ski on it. What's it called? A skidoo. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's like that then. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So you actually, like some... you actually stand on it on a, on a machine and move it around with your feet and stuff?
0: Yeah, you sit on it, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm. And it's, you know, a bit of skidding and that. I like a bit of skidding. And this is a bit of a bonkers one. Raw Thrills, Nintendo and Capcom have all teamed up to do Mario Party Challenge World, which is a, a weird ticket redemption game still in demo. But mm. three three
1: companies teaming up there. Eh? They've done it before. Mm. Namco... Sega and Nintendo brought out the Triforce, which was stuff like uh, Mario Kart in the arcade, games like that.
0: Yeah, Luigi's Mansion was that was a few people, wasn't it? Quite possibly. Nintendo Raw Thrills, I think. And Luigi else. and his Hoover. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's it for news, kids. Arcade pickups.
1: Not many. But I've had a few. I've had my Phoenix PCB back from Phil Murray. He sorted it out for me because mine was going weird. I had some really weird errors on it. It wouldn't work with his high score kit. And it worked on all the other ones he's got. And I think there's something wrong with my dip switches, he was saying. So it was being a bit funny. But he's put a a, a, a cut-down high score kit and it only remembers the top high score and no no initials. So that's fine. So I get a high score and it'll save it. For some reason, my my little cab that plays Phoenix, my Phoenix Taito trim line is not playing it properly. When I when I plugged it in, it wasn't there wasn't the display. You could hear it playing, but there was no display. And I think the pins in the connector, in the machine, are bent back a little bit. So I need to sort of put a very thin screwdriver and just bend it back so it makes contact. Because when I put my Pleiads PCB in there, which is a straight exactly the same pin at a Phoenix, it wasn't playing any sound. So I think the the pins are a little bit knackered on the connector. So I need to sort that right. out or replace the connector. Hopefully I can just bend them in and, and do it like that. But they're never very good, those original connectors. They're not sort of brilliant. And it's very old, 30-odd years old metal in it now. So I'll hopefully yeah. do that. I was going to do it this week, I didn't have time. But the Phoenix works absolutely fine because I put in an adapter in a jammer cab and it works and saves the scores perfectly. So that's brilliant. Did Phil, sort, did Phil sort out the dodgy shield? No, it's still dodgy. Oh. That's how I like it. It's a feature. It's feature. He could probably do it, actually, but that would ruin the game for me. I want that feature to be in there. I, w- I want aliens to slip through my net every now and again and blow me up. <laughs> so I like it. Oh, dear. I also got another time pilot bootleg PCB. Got two now, just in case one breaks down. Uh, I prefer the bootlegs because they seem to work better than the originals. originals break down and there's custom chips on them. I swapped that for a Double Dragon PCB. That The sound, the music didn't work. The sound effects worked and the music didn't work. But the guy who had it fixed it within hours. He just found out exactly what was wrong with it and fixed it. So we both got a bargain. Brilliant. Really happy about that. Uh, I also got from Eric Banana. Mm-hmm. I got a SLG, a scan line generator for liney LCD displays.
0: Oh, excellent.
1: Yeah, it works really nice. It's got like a. You can adjust how thick the lines are. So you can sort of turn it out to have really massive uh, scan lines and turn it down a little bit, just have very subtle ones. It's good though. It's a good little thing. Does it introduce any lag to the game? I don't know. I didn't really. I only had a quick go of it to have a look. At. I didn't actually play a game. I just messed around with it. I think I had. I had an arcade plugged into, arcade game plugged into it just via a super gun. I didn't have a controller on me. Oh, so I just, I just, it looks pretty good. I don't know about lag. I'm not sure about that. You sort of reminded me about that now. I don't think it does. I'm not sure. Ooh, ooh. Maybe a little bit. I don't think I'd notice, though.
0: So. I don't like lag.
1: I also uh, bought some dark tint Perspex from Trent Plastics the other day. These are to go under glass I bought for my Isis cab, so I can have tinted glass. So that have not actually get the glass tinted. And I can put stickers underneath the glass, like artwork and stuff, around the bezel. And it will mm-hmm. still show up because it's between the dark tin and the glass. So it won't. Because nice. if you put it underneath the tinted glass, the colours would be tinted. And you wouldn't want that. You only want the screen to be tinted. So I've got to sort them out. I've got all three now for my ISIS caps. So awesome. they're all gonna look very similar, because after half, half the glasses on them are quite worn.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: have you got any pickups?
0: I've not got arcade pickets, but because it's my birthday, I've got money, books, chocolate, gig tickets. So I've got quite a few things. And look at this. I'm looking. I, oh, I, I don't, I'm not a fan. I, I mentioned to one of my, uh, my brother-in-law that I liked Terry's chocolate orange. And he get <laughs> for my birthday, I've got a bag of it. I've got three Terry's chocolate oranges nah. and some of the little tiny ones that are in a sort of a little bag.
1: But they're Terry's. They're not yours, yeah. they're Terry. Nice, I like
0: it. What Tappen you should have done is, got
1: a, is a, got a black marker and just crossed out Terry's and put Sean's.
0: Yeah, I've
1: never been a fan of those
0: things. There, I like them. There's something Ooh. in our cupboard. It's some what is it? Butter is it beans. Bean. Butter beans, right? Which we never eat. Yeah. And I've got a black marker and changed it to butter bees and put a bee on it <laughs> and, and written buzz on it. And it's been in the cupboard for years. And every time I look at it, I smile and my wife's like, what What are you doing?
1: You're an idiot. Get out.
0: Yeah. Butter bees.
1: I have got some other pickups I bought today. I forgot. I bought a Mr. Game & Watch Amiibo. Ooh. Do you know what? I'm a complete hypocrite. I, I mocked Alex for buying these things, and I really like some of them. Not all of them. I wouldn't collect all of them, but I like some of them. Mr. Game Watch is awesome. He's cool, isn't he? He's got four different poses. There's one of him pressing a button, one of him as a parachute man, one of him hitting something with a hammer and one of them looking angry and jumping about the place. So that you have awesome. to buy four
0: four separate Amiibos?
1: No, no, it comes all four come with it, because he's only a thin oh. little plasticky thing. It's only right. nine quid from the gaming market today. Awesome. I also got a 7800 boxed cartridge of Ballblazer. Oh! I don't normally collect the 7800 games, but Ballblazer is a particularly good game, and it was only £13, pounds, and the chip in it, it's got a pokey chip in it, an Atari pokey chip, which is used on a lot of the old Atari video games, the, the arcade games. It's for mm-hmm. sound usually, and keyboard stuff, and there's one in the Atari 800XL. But people rip those chips out to use them for like homebrew games that have got pokey sounds, because what they should mm-hmm. have done is put the pokey chip in the 7800 and use it that way, but they didn't. And there's only two official games that use it, Commando and Ballblazer. I'd like to get hold of Commando, actually. It's a good little game on the 7800. But I bought this, and it hasn't been molested. No one's nicked the chip out it, because it's got the sticker over the thing still.
0: I thought it was a bit of a bargain, mm. actually.
1: It's a good game yeah. as well. I like, I like that game.
0: I think I've played it, I think, on the Commodore 64, that.
1: Yeah, it was out on the 800XL as well, which I, I had it on as well.
0: Mm, good game. Yeah. Arcade Victorian Insults. We have some grave business to attend to, Montgomery. Indeed we do, Cornelius. Those contemptible ratbats over in the far flung corner of that fair America have slighted some of our favourite videogram titles from yesteryear.
1: Anyone, my dear Madrollica, who mocks the galaxinations of such a fine moonscape combat simulation such as Galaxian must be a total spit-barrel
0: Finnegan and an echo of a distant fart we of course are speaking of those pair of knock-deed turnip snufflers namely Jimmy G. Willikins and Shawness of curtain drainage of the Flap Trapathon Pie Fat Fartery podcast not enjoying the pew-pewiness
1: of the beautiful Galaxian tundras? bah, damn their eyes the sneaky
0: rim toads after this honest outburst of the barbed tongue lashing, we shall never utter their abominable names again. Would you like one last go, my learned colleague? Oh, go on then. One more before even the song. Those two are
1: like a pair of scantily clad bloopers like what one might find behind the refuse pile at
0: Harrods. Undergarment enthusiast at best. One more thing, sire. A fellow of the moniker Chinny, with his abnormally large mandible, is a veritable snork jacket from the difficult council estate for beating Brian Hamblebottom of Pilot of Time in 1883. Peace out, Bloods. Listener
1: feedback. We got tons of feedback this week. Feedback. First one, Tim Keeling. Just listen to the latest podcast. Excellent and rammed with info as always. Keep the good work, gents. I asked you to feature Time Pilot 84, but I think other listeners have asked me for it also. So thanks, Tim, for that. Awesome.
0: Darren Coles, in response to me talking about playing driving games with a stick, modern console controllers work pretty well with MAME for racing games. Analog stick and analog trigger buttons are ideal. I use my PS3 controller on my main PC. That, that'd ah, work.
1: That is a good thought. Yes, they do. But the only thing is, we try and play these on cabs if we can, even if it's Mame or whatever, or, or hardware. So on a cab, it might be a bit difficult. Mm. Yeah, hmm. hmm. I have to think about that. Feels. Lance Thompson. Hi, you mentioned the Russian arcade. This was also featured in a Travel Man episode on Channel Four. Oh, oh, Greg Davis. If it was the one in Moscow, great show as always. I've seen that. I can't okay. remember him going to that. I must have, unless it's a new one. I do watch Travelman. It's very, very good. Have you seen Man Down
0: by Greg Daniels? Yeah, it's
1: mad. I really like There's a it new series excellent. I haven't
0: seen yet. That's it's really so, good. Yeah, yeah, it's so definitely. funny gg harris gary james harris usual great podcast but no victorian insults that's like a cup of tea to me i've got to have one i quite like rock and rope not giving it a good reel going over though i, I have the Collector vision version and i think i did all the screens on that so if it's true to the arcade it has four screens and then it loops back and he's put here it's definitely an eight way stick that Dithering dotherin holly thinks it's four-way next podcast make him wear his underpants on his noggin I think that should be a new rule and no cheating wearing a thong.
1: Yeah. I it's, thought it was eight-way because you go diagonally up the up the ropes, don't you?
0: Yeah, but I, I changed
1: it to four-way and it worked a lot better. I think it matters. There's not really diagonals in it, is there, I suppose? No,
0: and it does mm. say four-way in maim, but maim can be wrong.
1: Yes. Eric Banana, love rock and rope. will listen while writing UCAS references on Thursday morning because he's a lecturer.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, he does quite a bit of retro-gaming-themed subjects, doesn't he? He gets, he gets his students to make games and stuff.
1: He, he does basically has competitions with the students, like on Jumping Jack and stuff, and he brings little yeah. cabs into work.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Prescott. Jeff, when are you going to do another No Quarter? Get, you and Mike need to do another No Quarter, don't they? Come on, lads. It's been months. Yeah, come on. Anyway, he's put, I agree, Time Pilot is age- a- ageless. 84 seems a bit dated. Pun intentional. <laughs> Time pilot. Cine Steve, great pod as usual, guys. That Rise Against track you
1: played, Saviour, is such a tune. And weirdly, it was sort of an arcade game where I first heard it. Guitar Hero. Albeit on a console version, so many great rockier tracks I've got into because of those games. I did not know that Rise Against were on Guitar Hero. Cool as no. that. Yeah, they were good live as well. Good. Mm, I wasn't feeling very well, so I left a little bit early to try and miss the crowds at the end. But they were good. Really enjoyed it.
0: Lots of banging ditch, 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 techno and none of that. Arpeggiated synths, no. Lots of,
1: lots of shouty. Oh.
0: Much <laughs> shoutiness.
1: <whistles> no, not quite like that. Not quite like that, but still good.
0: Hmm. Brian Hambo or Hambly, or Haribo. We'll call him Mr. Haribo from
1: now Mr. Haribo, like Mr. There Game you Watch, but with sweets. Yeah. Yeah, mince. Mr. Haribo.
0: Hey guys, thought I would send you some feedback about this week's game, Time Pilot 84, and an interesting fact about the original Time Pilot. But first, can I just say how much I'm enjoying the 10 pence podcast? Having have never previously been a podcast follower of any kind. I'm a relatively recent follower, having discovered your show about the Juno first episode and submitted my first 10p score on Dr. Micro. Good lad. Classic game. Go figure, is put. He's never going to listen again. <laughs> built my own cap a few years ago but hadn't played it much but the 10p score challenges have renewed my interest and now I'm back into retro gaming more than ever so big thanks for that
1: that's never another played... one in, yes Ding!
0: never played Time Pilot 84 before and now I love it, it reminds me a bit of Exevious and Sinistar, yeah, 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 good thought. good thought Yeah, with the bombs and that. I think it's perfectly paced, but the end of the level boss is a bit pointless as it's probably the easiest thing to kill most of the time. Also miss rescuing those parachutes from the original. TP84 has revived my interest in the original, which had long since stopped playing. Anyway, onto Time Pilot. Back in 1983-ish, one of my local arcades got a brand new Time Pilot machine and I loved it straight away. Something new and different about it and it was just my kind of game. One lunchtime, me and a mate, Chinny... Chinny. Oh, I've in. heard of him before. Oh, yes. Popped in for a few games and headed straight for the time pilot machine and started a two-player game. I went first while Chinny, which isn't his real name, we just called him that because of his unfeasibly large chin. Mm, Chinny. Hmm. Nice. Mm. Took the opportunity to tuck into a sausage roll he bought from the shop next door, expecting me to be a while. However, I got killed unexpectedly on the first level while Chinny was still biting into his lunch. <laughs> In his haste to get to the controls, he stuck the sausage roll on top of the cab and managed to gain control of his ship with his greasy fingers just in time and went to get a decent score, if I remember rightly, even though he had made a right mess of the control panel, which was covered in flaky pastry, and the and buttons were now greasy and horrible. Ew. That's. That's how you get player two to crash, is it? You cover it in sausage roll grease. Ooh, sausage roll grease. Ooh, we returned to the arcade again at <laughs> the weekend. Some three or four days later, mainly so I could get revenge on being beaten the last time, entirely due to my fingers slipping off the greasy controls. Ooh. We started a two-player game on Time Pilot, and partway into it, we both noticed that the sausage roll was still there on top of the cab.
1: Would have been a bit cold by then, surely.
0: I would have eaten it. Would I'd you still mean? had
1: it. Yeah, I'd have still had it. Yeah, yeah. just knock not hey, the, the dust off it, re...
0: <laughs> P.S. Can you please send a Victorian insult to Chinny for beating me at Time Pilot in 1983? Already done, son. We got a tweet here. This is from Robert
1: McNally Rafferty. Uh, I clicked on the like before knowing if I'd actually like it. Please excuse me. And I said, <laughs> You are excused. And he came back and said, I did find it quite enjoyable. Shall let my like stand as is. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> that one like, if we'd missed that, I'd have been in tears. Yeah. So thank you for that, Robert. <laughs> shout out! We have a massive shout out and on one of these.
0: That was very resonant. That's a shaky resonant
1: thing. This is for Mr. Tagster and Mr. Walter Day. This is
0: massive for us, isn't it?
1: Huge. Yeah. And well done, Tagster, in the Aussie Kong off with a score of almost 200k. That's a really good score.
0: Yeah, and for getting us on those cards, which is amazing. Yes, and
1: sorting Mr. Fixer ears. Thank yep. you very much for that. Absolutely
0: brilliant. And I want to give a shout-out to Paul McCaskey of Game Music Guy Den. I said I'm a bit behind in podcasts. This is a month old, this podcast. He did a Toa Plan music special, as requested by me. Just a quick half-an-hour job. Cool. Some great music on there. OutZone, Batsugan, Truxton 2. They good all.
1: musics. Very good musics.
0: Nice one. Thank you, Paul. Also, Rolly Retro, as we are recording this, is in Amsterdam on an arcade trip. <laughs> yes. Well done. <laughs> You heard that, right? There is arcades in Amsterdam, and he's posting pictures now. They're There's a few pictures. Re- few retro stuff there as well. Yep, like Thanks, Rolly.
1: Uh, this is for Chris CMP and his small person, Luis, uh, for putting on a great meeting in his house. This was last week. I forgot to tell you about this. I thought it was the week before, and I thought I'd covered it already. But I went to the Chris CMP meeting, the Parkade meeting, number two.
0: He mm, had a great pictures. time.
1: He had, he had R-Type in a cab. He had his Donkey Kong with his 60-in-1 in it, his Donkey Kong Reproduction. Uh, Rob Llewellyn brought a little a little uh, bar top round he made himself, and also his Warlords build he's doing with with a pie, a four player Warlords sort of like almost like a table sort of thing. I was looking inside, really nicely made. It is really cool. Rob's a nice guy. Uh, Eric Banana was there, Daveo was there, loads of people were there. Uh, It was really good fun and we played uh, console games a lot of vectrex games a lot of vectrex ones that aren't even released yet that chris is helping out with and stuff i had a really cool time really enjoyed myself and one of the highlights was down to me believe it or not i took mm. some uh, old eproms with me for the nintendo cocktail machine i brought i took along space launcher and yep. we tried it in Chris's black and white Space Fever because we didn't know whether it's going to work on a black and white, and it works absolutely perfectly. So I've lent Chris my, my E-Proms for now because I don't need them at the moment. And everyone really got into Space Launcher. They really enjoyed mm. it. He said it was the highlight game, actually, which I'm quite really pleased with. Cause it's such a good game.
0: We played that at, I think... One of the revivals,
1: Revi- yeah. Yeah, I think, it's,
0: I think it was 2015 revival we played that.
1: And that's where Alex beat the world record, but we didn't video. It 95,000 he got. And when I came home, I tried to beat it, and I actually recorded myself video getting 89,000. But I never right. sent it in. If I sent it in, I'd be the world record holder. But I wanted to beat Alex's 95,000, it only seemed right to beat a score I knew he did legitimately, because I yeah. actually watched him play it. I recorded the last few moments when he got 95,000, which is a brilliant score. But I wanted to beat it. I might have to go back to that game one day. Mm. But I, have, I have traded on my, my Nintendo Cocktail Cab now, so I haven't got... I still have hardware of it because I'm keeping a few boards back, but I'll probably have to play it on Mame or something. But I need—I need to put that in a cab one day, in a little sort of dedicated Nintendo cab that
0: I'm going to build. There's what but, is there? There's I think there's Galaxy Wars, Space Launcher, and Lunar Rescue—all all very similar games, stay. yeah, yeah. But I, I think Lunar Rescue is the best of the bunch. I think it's so I underrated. I think the
1: Launcher is, but I really like yeah. Lunar Rescue as well. Launcher's I just, just think, got the urge because I'm better at it. I think.
0: It's a kind of an unofficial sequel to Space Invaders. I just think it's brilliant. It's Not really good. I,
1: I said to Rob about it and he, he quickly went into his bar top machine, which is a pie, and he, he sort of uh sss into it, I can't remember they call it I now. Mean, you, you you go into it wirelessly and he added mm. some more ROMs and he put um Lunar Rescue on there and people were enjoying that as well. It's a great little game. I mean everyone loved it. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's brilliant.
1: Yeah, really, really Good fun there that day. Had a nice day out. Met loads of people I'd seen before. A few new people.
0: Really cool. Really enjoyed that. Mm. Have you played his new game, the one that looks a bit like Outlaw Boot Hill? That thing. We did. There was a little challenge on that.
1: Uh, we had a little bit of a competition. There was a few prizes. I beat my first competitor. Then Eric Banana beat me 3-0 the swine. <laughs> yeah. So that's really good. It's come along, that game as well. It's a great little game. We enjoyed it. Mm. Awesome. Oh, one more. Phil Murray, who was also there. For sorting out my Daft Phoenix PCB, thank you, Phil. Phoenix is daft. It is daft, especially my one It didn't work properly.
0: Don't forget Ali, the retro hunter, for selling your games at the gaming market. Cheers, Ali. Top 100 arcade games.
1: I'm getting a bit thin on the ground for top 100 games. I am, but I think I might have to put Time Pilot 84 in there soon.
0: I well, yes, My... my. These are the arcade games. If we had a hundred games in an arcade, these would be the games, right? And we're now on number seventy-six, number eighty, because we do five at time. Yep. I've got Time Pilot eighty-four in oh, there. Oh yes, we'll talk, sir. talk about it later. And oh. I've also put four games in this week that I haven't played a lot because I would like to have them in an arcade and really get to know them, like a you know, check them out for a drink and yeah,
1: butter
0: yeah. them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Miss Pac Man. I do like it. I like and... the speed up
1: version. Don't like normal mm. one. I like the speed up version better.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Also, I've been playing this a little bit at Arcade Club. Make Tracks or Crush Roller from. Oh, no, 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 no. I no. quite like it. I really
1: dislike that game.
0: Also, at Arcade Club is a Zachariah version of the game called Pack and Paint, which is. It's been to a few shows.
1: Yeah, it's quite a rare game, that.
0: And it's not, I can't see it in MAME. I can't see it at all in MAME, pack and paint. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it's dumped. Oh. So you've got Crush Roller, tracks. there's a load of like bootlegs, but there's nothing. It is a bit of a dump them.
1: though, isn't it, itself?
0: <laughs> it is. Mm. I think the, the attack patterns of the baddies is quite interesting. I think once you sort it out, you can pattern it, but I'd like to play it a bit more.
1: It's like someone feeding some barbed wire through your ears and pulling it really that's so bad. painful the the noise it makes the noise on it, nasty other
0: then the, the tune sounds Deep. like sounds like someone's fell on a keyboard <laughs> do not like it no <laughs> next game uh, next I was playing this at Arcade club last night R type we have mentioned this. We we both really don't know a lot about our type do we? We've I know never... a little
1: bit more, because at Chris Parton's, Parsons Meet, he had an original PCB in his ElectroCoin MIDI, and I think it was Sol the Bull. He was playing it. He's a really good player at it. I think he can complete it. And I saw some of the later levels I've never seen before. It does look a really interesting game.
0: Yeah, I was playing it last night with Tronad. So I was getting to level three Yeah. on... I was going to say one credit, but I don't think I did. I think I just about died. No, I think I did get to level three on one credit on one one play. But yeah, good graphics, good sound. I, I would good like liked mechanics to get into
1: on that. the firing as well. I think.
0: Yeah, you can fire really, really quick. Mm. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you got the, the sort of bouncy bullets as well, and the the little attachment you can use as a shield. You can put it on your back or your front. I quite like the idea of that. Mm. will have to. What I think Artek will we'll have to do one day. I won't be very good at it because I'm not good at that kind of game. But I like the look of it.
0: Yeah, it's done very well in our top fifty arcade games podcast, which is coming up in about a yes, month.
1: Indeed, it'll be near Christmas time. That will.
0: Mm. Mm. And my last one that I I like the graphics and I like the style of the game. Mister Doo's Castle.
1: Is it is is it a sort of upgrade for Mister Doo's Bungalow? Uh,
0: yeah, it's got turrets. Oh wow. Terrace, yeah, yeah. Not
1: keen on that game myself. Oh, I think it looks all right. Okay. Yeah, so they're my five. My five are oh yeah, Battlezone, Stone Cold Classic.
0: Mm, that's why. I, that's why go. I've
1: got one, but um, doesn't work unfortunately. It's a bit of a bit of a bummer to keep going. Battlezone, it's a bit flaky. Another vector I really like, Tempest. Tempest. I would love to have Chris Parsons' Tempest Cabaret. It's a beauty. It's got yeah. a multi-game in it as well. It actually plays uh, vector breakout.
0: Ah, it's wow. really
1: nice. Really, the cabinet is lovely as well. It looks really, really cool. It's one of the only two color vectors I think I'd ever have if I had a chance. Maybe three. Mm. Karate chimp. <laughs> oh, sorry, mm. karate champ. You know the red and white players. Four point, yep. half point. Mm. I've got that in one of my cabs at the you know I've got a little ISIS cab with two joysticks on it for playing rescue. Yes. It's also got karate champ in there, which is a two joystick game. Yeah. Awesome little game. I remember playing that as a kid, actually. It was one of the first sort of karate combat games I've ever made, ever played. It was way before Street Fighter Two. I think that and Kung Fu Master, which came a little bit later, were really good little games. It's sort of it was one of the first karate simulators, I suppose, if you want to call it that.
0: Yeah, one of the maybe the first one on one fighter. I think yeah. that there was something, some kind of boxing game a few years earlier. Yeah, that's, so, you... that
1: was a black and white game. And also there was Warrior, yeah. which was a a sort of sword fighting one on one vector game. Oh, yeah, cinem-
0: Cinematronics. Yeah. This is one
1: of the first good ones, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed yeah. Karate Champ. And I still, I've got like two or three boards of it. I mean, you can pick them up real cheap. And the game is absolutely brilliant. Love it. Another one I got back into at the. Cambridge Computer Museum meet with Ian Ski was Jungle King or Jungle Hunt. Mm. Really like that game. I remember playing that in a prison officers club, which my dad was belonged to, uh, as a kid. And they had a little cab up there. It might have even been, you know, it might have been a Taito trim line. Because I know it comes in a trim line. Oh, I'd love to own that cab. That'd be brilliant. But yeah, I really enjoyed Car- uh, Jungle King. I used to play it. I used to borrow a friend of mine's Atari cartridge, Atari... 8-bit computer cartridge of it, and that was a really good version as well. I can do it usually quite easy. I can loop it quite easily. It's quite an easy game to play. Really enjoy that game. And the last nice. one, favourite yours, mm. Gyrus. Yes. I'd have to have a different cab, though. I don't like the shape of the, the Gyrus cab, but I do like the game, and I wish I was better at it. Because mm. It's a top-notch polished
0: game, isn't it? It's very good. Yeah, good sound, good graphics. I great with like the that. micro stick. Aye, lad.
1: That's my five for now. Ooh, yes. I've got a music quiz for you.
0: La la la, it's music with time.
1: No! Yes! I can sneaked skip- it up on you. Can we skip this bit? No. Oh, right. Let me just I find don't it. like it.
0: Can we get the listeners to answer? No, no, get you to answer. I don't like it. Are you ready? Call- I was playing this no. on the watch
1: earlier. Here we go. Here's the first one.
0: Is it timber? Nope. Is I it guess. some? It's not bank panic, is it? Nope. Is it something like that?
1: Nope. <laughs> begins with B. Is it? Do you want the next one? No. <clears throat> You're having it anyway. Have there? Break
0: it up, Vic. Break it up. Can't hear you.
1: Hubert. No. I can imagine why you'd think that. It does sound very similar. Right. The next one we got is this one. Crazy Kong. Yes! and got one! Got Crazy get Kong. In. Well done, sir. Get in. Whoa, 1-0. You should get this one as well. Yeah. Eyes. Yes. I, I like ours. Galaxy's favourite of ours. Uh, and the last one for now. Oh. Oh. I think Not we've doc- done this in the music quiz before, actually. It sounds Not familiar. Not Dr. Micro, is it? No. Why would I use that rubbish? <laughs> oh, what is it? you got two out of five. That's really good for me, isn't it? Yeah, we'll come back to that at the end of the podcast. No, we won't. Yes, we will. All right,
0: then. Featured Game Review Time Pilot 84 from Konami 1984. Sold mostly as a conversion kit for Time Pilot, although a few dedicated cabinets were made. So, MAME Info says, we think it's true. Eight way stick and two buttons, bullets and homing missiles. Time time. have to put that in. <laughs> okay. Hey, Michael, but a share. Sean, I'd give it yeah. all to you. Would you? No, it's very nice. I charge you for it. Okay, right, here we go then. Uh, time
1: Pack 84, oddly enough, was released in June 1984. That was what well <sighs> time, wasn't it? I really mm. like to think it was released on the 30th of June, because I'd have been precisely 11 years old.
0: Yeah, yes. And you could have been playing it as an 11-year-old hairy teenager. Talk about how to play it. How would you play this game, sir? you would you would play it like this it's similar gameplay to the original except as with your normal bullets you now have a missile button which will lock on to certain targets and destroy them when your bullets can't get them this is the but- silver enemies silver ones silver ones the game also varies from the original in the fact that all levels take place on one huge space world map and you warped different parts of the map on completing a level completing a level is similar to time pilot where you kill a certain number of enemies but there's no gauge so you don't know how many enemies you've killed.
1: Yeah, that's a bit of a pain that.
0: Mm. And a boss appears as indicated by a flashing symbol at the bottom of the screen. The boss is always the same, it's like this sort of hexagonal dude. How many hexagonals is that? Seven? Seven sides? Six. Six? I might have got that wrong then. Anyway, one missile will dispatch him. There's no gauge to how many baddies i have said. Uh, the formations of the original game return. Five sort of weird bees. This is the
1: squads, isn't it? It makes a noise yeah. and sort of five of them turn up and they, they usually, they're usually a separate kind of ship to, to knock out, aren't they?
0: Yeah, look like a cross between a bee, a bird and a Ford focus. I hate Buzz beep, Yeah. So, you can shoot them for a, you get 1,000 points for the first formation and you get 3,000 if you kill three lots, then carry on getting 3,000.
1: I think you get 2,000 as well. I think you you go like the first game, it goes 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. But it also matters how many are in the squad.
0: Mm. This time, you still get the bonus points for shooting the formation for as long as they are on the screen. The original, it was a time limit. If you didn't get them within like five seconds and you still managed to shoot them, you wouldn't get the bonus. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Because I I used to chase them until I got all of them. You sort of remember which ones are in the squad and you chase them until you kill them. That's what you can do on this game. You can chase them. If they go off mm. the screen, though, you can scroll them off the screen. You'll miss them. They disappear.
0: Mm. There are also plenty of other hidden bonus points in the map, and bonuses and one-ups, and lots of different things to be found. It's quite interesting, the map. There are no different time zones, though, in this game. It's all that one big techno world backdrop and shiny death-dealing space creeps.
1: <laughs> no, not that kind of techno world, mate. No, not that one. Oh. No, no. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird they call it Time Pilot. You're not going through time. No. Yeah, TP84 is the ROM name. I call it Toilet Paper 84. It's further
0: into unknown world. Further into unknown world, sir. Do you like that font? It's a nice font, isn't it?
1: I do like a font. <laughs>
0: I do like a font. <laughs> it's a great font, Matt tips and secrets the obvious one is to wait until your target sights around an enemy turn red before firing your missile so you don't waste a missile because you can only have two active missiles at once you don't want one flying all over the screen before it evaporates. all over the shop around
1: like a flappy thing
0: yes you are then guaranteed to kill an enemy once he's turned the target is turned red the missile does struggle to catch up with some of the more agile spinny bad guys for a time though so It's all about timing and knowing where they're going to move. And the front of your craft has to be facing an enemy before the target locks on. Work that out all by You have to sort of look
1: at it, and you've got to be about, I don't know, two spaceships distance behind it or in front of it.
0: If you're very close
1: to your target, it won't lock on, so you've got to be a a little distance away for it to lock on, which takes a a bit of getting used to.
0: Yeah. Uh, Another tip, learn the bombable enemy types and their movements. That way you can better judge when to fire off a missile and have it hit its target without all that fannying around I've put. And I've put, get the pop-up bases for 5,000 points. Every now and again, you fly over something and a
1: base will pop out of nowhere. And if you get it quick with your your missiles, you get 5,000 points for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, the time pilot, original time pilot craft appears, just flying around. It would just appear. uh, And you shoot that, you get an extra life. Yep. There's also eight of the shooty ground things as well. And if you can actually manage to kill them off, it's really hard because they fire like eight bullets at you at a time. You get 8,000 points. It's very hard to do this. And it's probably an idea just to miss that one out because you will get killed. Mm. Yeah, but you will get 8,000 points for that. And as the squad, there's a squad of um, almost like time pilot ships. There's five of them. When you find those, there are five of them. If you manage to lock on and get all five before they disappear off the screen because they go slightly quicker than you do, you get 8,000 yeah. points for that as well. So it's big bonuses if you find them.
0: Yeah, if you go immediately right on screen one, you can find them quite easy, can't you? Yeah. Mm. And the thing with the,
1: the map of this game is I looked up a, a map, i put it on the website, where it's got a an idea of where everything is on the map, like where the extra life is, where the squads are, where the things that shoot at you are, where they start and where they move. And I was playing tonight thinking, oh, if I just hang around that area, get the squad, then get the there's two pop-up bases very close to where you get the squad... And if you hang around there when you actually warp out of the place you just travel along the map a bit further so you can come back. And what my idea was to come back and just keep rinsing the extra life the 8000 point bonus. You can't do it. They don't they only appear once, I think. Right. So you can't rinse the levels for different lives. I thought I could do that. I think it was a bit of a tactic but you can't do it. I've tried.
0: Yeah, there was some discussion last night with us with us arcade clubbers about where you actually go to when it warps on the map. I think you you can sort of Angle your ship, can't you? Yeah. Just for a second before you warp. And I think you do go over to wherever you're yeah, pointing. Yeah, you just, you
1: just, so you go over the place you're going, about half a screen or maybe a full screen. If you just turn 180 degrees and come back, you're back where you you, you left off from that level. And all the levels do mm. is they just change colour. Because I thought they were completely different levels. It's just one map. Yeah. I found out. It's a really, really good website, uh, timepilot 84com It's a really mm. good website. i put a link in the show notes for everyone to look at. It. It's a real good thing. It's a real. They obviously really like this game and thought they'd dedicate a website for it.
0: Yeah. So the big the end-of-level boss does not appear on the screen until the bon- bombable enemies have been dispatched. But there are some uh, other bombable enemies that run along the sort of a track, like a road. They The boss will appear if they're on screen. Very similar to Xevious, those things. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And the boss um, is
1: really easy. He just turns up. You just do a 180 degree, lock on to him,
0: bomb him and just avoid his missiles, really. Sometimes he does get me, though, if you, you you sort of a funny angle. And he always comes behind you, actually. He always gives you a fair chance. What I do is when you hear that music, it
1: makes it like a weird little tune when he's about to come and everything disappears off the screen. If you do an immediate turnaround,
0: you usually get him straight away because he always comes from behind you, as you said. It's great, that tech. It's like a techno tune. It's like a bass line. You just need some beats. need some
1: beans? What do you need beans for in a techno tune? No beats. Baked or
0: barbecue. Baked beans beats. Sounds pretty good mm. to me. Mum, yeah. Anyway, I have put immediately attack the missile spitting craft. There's two different types. They come on the screen. I usually loop immediately and I can get them.
1: Yeah, thousand points each for those. Thousand points. One of them fires a load of rockets at you, the square one, and the round one throws out a load of um, things you can't kill, and they just eventually fade away and disappear. But if you crash into them, you're dead.
0: Mm. Dead yeah. to death. And also. Last tip, don't risk it for a biscuit.
1: Oh, like that saying.
0: Oh, get, get in that formation or that silver bombable guy may be more trouble than it's worth. I end up, you know, like this is what I do, I end up travelling vaguely up most of the time. I, I seem to do better just travelling up. Well, I tend
1: up. to go diagonal ups. I'm thinking yeah. that the, the things can't lock onto you, but they can. It's just my yeah. idiocy doing that. Yours. Don't risk so- it for a biscuit. <laughs> that needs to be put on a T-shirt. <laughs> So, what do you think to the graphics and sound, Vic? Uh, Good. Really like them. Mm. Um, I think it's quite a nice. In the vein of sequels, it's quite a nice sequel because the sequels are never as good, are they?
0: Sometimes they are. Very rarely they're as good
1: as original. Ghostbusters Mm. 2 to Ghostbusters? Nah. Mm. You know, stuff like that.
0: Donkey Kong Jr. better than Donkey Kong, maybe.
1: Mm. Yeah, Mm. similar games. Mm. Yeah, I think it's quite good as a sequel it misses out on the idea you're traveling through time which is the big thing about time but you start off with uh like the biplanes you go into jets and into space which is a good progression of time but this one seemed to miss out on that they should have i don't know they could have called it pilot 84 just just mm-hmm. pilot 84 uh, it's not a bad little game when i first had it i mean. Alex and I, well, Alex bought a Berserk machine off someone a while back, and it'd be converted to Time Pilot 84. And we took the board out, we tested it, and I didn't think it had any sound. And I think Alex gave it back to me. I don't know where it is. I might have sold it. I can't remember. I'd like to have the game again. I do like it enough to have the game. And I sort of played it went, meh, not as good as Time Pilot. I just forgot about it. I think everyone's done that. Meh, not as good as Time Pilot and didn't bother with it. But when I started to play it, I thought, this is actually quite a good little game. And it is very in vain of Time Pilot. You're in the middle of the screen. Everything's scrolling around you. It's got good music, quite like the graphics. Even though they're quite similar, they do change the colours a bit. And I like the mechanic, and I like the idea of your your, your bomb as well. It's quite mm. good. It, it's not brilliant the bomb though on later levels. When some of the aliens actually avoid the missiles, it'd be better yeah. if they went straight to the target rather than just flapped around and fannied about the screen like you said. It'd yeah, be I if they went that. straight to the target. But yeah, overall, it's a, it's a good game, a good game. But it's not quite as good as Time Pilot, but. As a as a title on its own, if I had a different name, it'd be a good shoot 'em up. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that.
1: I put I, I started disliking it. I really got into it and I got a reasonable score, I thought, and then I just could not better it. And I got worse at the game, which annoyed me a bit. So I'm a bit not back to square one of disliking it, but I don't like it as much as I did. Mm. I still quite like it. And I will what I want to do is get a bootleg or an original PCB of it. And put it in a little ISIS cab with Time Pilot. So just a flick of a switch, play Time Pilot, and then go back to Time Pilot 84. That'd be brilliant.
0: That'd be good. Nice. That'd be good. So I've put graphics are cool, sound is awesome. I love the robotic sound effects and explosions. I think it could even give Defender a run for its money in the sound effects department. I yeah. love the sounds. They're very eighties, so, be- aren't they? They're better than Time Pilot, I think. I think they are.
1: Yeah, I like the noise time pilot. like so when you when you change times, that's quite good. But this one makes mm. a fine sort of electronic noise as you go off as well.
0: Yeah, you're yeah right. and the, the,
1: the graphics are pretty cool as well. For an 80s and we, were,
0: we were playing on the cab at Arcade Club last night. Andy had just got it in that day. Time Pilot 84. It was a conversion kit from, it looks like, you said an old Century cab, didn't you? The Maybe wooden Time Pilot. One,
1: which I think Time Pilot came in. Mm. The original Time Pilot, the American version came in it, so a, a conversion to Time Pilot 84 wouldn't be too hard to do. I really like the shape and the artwork of the of the original time by 84 cab that'd be a nice one to get hold of it i think they're quite rare Any 400 made i think we worked out yeah really well, like
0: that cab though really like it it's nice i'll put a picture on the website this one had the buttons on the left so i was struggling to play it with a right-handed joystick i really struggled and charlie far did but tronads because he's ambiguous as he says ambidextrous yeah he can play it just as well, and he got 200,000 on the one at Arcade I Club. could
1: probably do that. If i play played the game, I've been playing it the other way around, left joystick buttons on the right because that's on my main cab. But, I mean, I play the other way around on Dig Dug and also on Pac-Man and Frogger and stuff. I play with my right hand. So, yeah, I can sort of do sometimes do it round the other way as well. And, I mean, if it, only ha- if it only had that, I would get used to it, I think, quite quick. Mm. So I'm, I'm reasonable at that, yeah.
0: And I've put, even though it is one big map, the colours change by level, and I really like the background, I want to explore that big, fat world, I've put. It's kind of interesting world to, to find the secrets in it.
1: Yeah, I think that it'd be nice in the game if, um, if you could actually travel to certain parts of it. And if you've got the map, which we, we sort of got off this website, if they had the map on the screen... With little sort of red pointers where certain interesting things are you could travel to the places and find things that would give you another reason to go places in the game and maybe not shoot things to you know bring the boss out you've got to get to the you know the extra life and the extra points and stuff that'd be a good another mechanic to the game another little thing to the mechanic the game to actually explore and find things, but you'd actually mm. need an idea where they were rather than just flying about and just finding pop up enemies and and extra lives and stuff It'd be nice to actually have a little sort of a map or a monitor showing you where interesting things are that'd be a really good addition to the game i think
0: yeah i think it would be good anyway trivia trollnads says i've noticed that the attract mode game demo is based on the difficulty level achieved in your last game played so if you get to level eight the the attract mode plays level eight
1: yeah i agree with that because i noticed that when i got to level nine which was probably my best level when I'd finished playing it, put my name in and took a picture of it for the, web, the podcast and stuff, I noticed that the track mode, I thought, I better watch the track mode because sometimes you get little hints from watching the track mode. It was playing, and instead of just getting one set of silver enemies, you get a mixture of the first type, which are really easy to kill, and other ones from the game. So you get like two different types of silver enemies coming at you. Yeah. So I noticed that when it was in the track mode. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And, and when Tronad said about that, he's dead right, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Also trivia: the text on the Konami flyer is a bit misleading, but what it says right on the back of the flyer. Beautiful color graphics illuminate the background of the night stage. I don't know what the night stage is. Eh? You you will clear this amazing stage by destroying the large airship.
1: It's not don't an airship.
0: It? Yeah, and that then it says the
1: original. That's the first level of the original game
0: was an airship, wasn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. And then it says, in the last stage, the enemy's mothership will pursue you until you destroy her in a duel. There is no last stage, it just carries on forever, I think.
1: That is from the first game, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely. The UFO la- in the last stage the last one you kill before you loop the game.
0: Mm, it's definitely 84 flyer, though.
1: Oh, that's a bit weird.
0: It's weird, isn't it? Hmm. And it's 84, the, the symbols above that text are the 1984 game graphics. Yeah. Very weird. Hmm.
1: I always wondered in the normal time pilot, right? You know, you sort of do the first one, which is biplanes. You know, there's yeah. always biplanes coming at you, and you're catching the parachutes. and There's those squads coming after you, shooting at you, and throwing bombs at you. And when you kill them off, what they think in the game is, I know what we do. We'll send a balloon after him. That'll worry him. <laughs> yeah, you just pop it with a pea shooter. Yeah, fools. Takes a lot of shots. I don't think this game came out on any other format. I have a feeling. Came on ty- on the Commodore sixty four under a different name. Maybe, but that is it. It wasn't really a very popular game like Time Pilot. I don't think.
0: No, I think they've done it to cash in on Time Pilot's success, and
1: everyone ignored it except the Tenpence Arcade Podcast.
0: Yeah, I, I quite I like it. Anyway, let's look at the scores. We're we only thirty
1: three had... years late, so, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We have had. Talking of 33, we've had 33 players on this. Really? And us two, so that's 35. How cool is that? Yeah, Thank you for playing, everyone. Right, Ian Cullen's daughter... From the bottom to the top! Who is two? She's two years old. She's got 300 points. Well done, Mrs. Two-Year-Old.
1: Well done. Well done. Uh, mini Missile number one. This is Rob Missile Player, player Missile. 27,100.
0: Yeah. Ross Ross, forty three thousand six hundred, up or across is the only way I do my shooting. I do like the homie missiles he's put, as we do. Andrew Driver, forty three thousand nine hundred. Ben of Steel, fifty four thousand. Thirty minutes in, my hand and wrist are flash are having flashbacks of my early teenage years. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see arcade injuries direct getting flooded with calls in the coming week. Hashtag arcade hand.
1: Arcade hand. Steve Tyke 55,200 have a feeling there would be a point in the game to pass then becomes easier and fun I won't be reaching the easier and fun phase one point please next when you
0: get to level 7 it slows down a bit
1: it does yeah when you get the extra enemies alongside the first ones it seems a bit easier because I got to level 9 but level Mm. 6 is a bit of a killer isn't it oh yeah they go straight they sort of the three of them sort of triangulate your point and, and go against you and you you can't hit them quick enough with your missiles. Your missiles are quite slow. And that was a bit of a pain yeah. to
0: me. Six, four and six are really painful levels. I don't like them. You've got... Yeah, they're coming at you from three directions. Coming so at you from got, every side. You've got one direction to, to go in. Immediately yeah. just go and dodge. Still, well, yeah.
1: Help! Get away!
0: Paul McCaskey 58,800. Wish I'd played this as it's good fun. Wish it, I'd played this more as
1: it's good fun. Yeah, it is. Rob Carpenter. Fifty-nine thousand two hundred. Only managed to get a bit of button bashing, pew pewing in. Scores are a mere skid bark comparatively <laughs> to some of the other hot shooters. The game, however, is thigh-slapping enjoyable, chaps. Bravo, choice. Bravo.
0: Wasn't our choice. Listener's choice. Matthew Bridge, sixty thousand seven hundred. Hope to get a few more goes before the deadline. If not, this score will have to do. I feel I can do better, but I get stupidly killed each time. That's me. That.
1: One other thing I was gonna say as well, I, I could get almost fifty thousand points on the first level. Ooh. That's a side quest to see how much points you can get on the first level. I think I've got forty nine thousand eight hundred my best on the first
0: level. Eighty thousand Charlie Farr. On the first level? On the first level. You know the there's a squad <laughs> There's a squad of eight. Yes. Of the, the the really tough things that spit bullets at you and I yeah. just devoid. Yes. Yeah, he attacks here. He attacks them. He says, if you go like an attacky on the first, thing, first level, I think he said, if you go northwest, they're there and you can yep. rush up behind them and just plow through them before they even shoot at you.
1: Oh, really? And then he goes and gets the squad of five and then the two uh, pop up enemies as well. So, so, he's so that on. would be that 16,000, 23,000, sixteen thousand, 23, 20... That'd be like 33,000 straight away, hitting like yeah. five items. Yeah, I yep. can imagine that. Yeah, yeah. My bet's 50. I think it's a pretty good 50. Where are we? Gary Ferguson, 63,100. Russell Hills, 64,100. Thank you for playing. Mark Clayton, 65,200. And he ties with our Greggers, Chunks in Space, 65,200 as well. Uh, Mark Clayton says, enjoyed the original time pilot more, but this is still a good game. And uh, Rich Gregg
0: says, get in there slowly. Mm-hmm. Stacy King, 65,500 has been distracted by shooting Nazis in Wolfenstein 1 and 2 on PC this was the first game I played with homing missiles which were always cool in my eyes he's put.
1: yeah the original time pilot ones are pretty good but they, they sort of forget where you are when you've done a loop mm. whereas the ones on this don't they go after you uh, mini missile number 2 this is a great score uh, 68,600 they're in Littlelands, mini missiles
0: I think Mini Missile Number 2 is the younger lad, I think. Wow, well done. Nice. Just a minute. Nealed. Just a minute. Let's give this young lad one of these. Nice. Neil, 20 to 5. What's the time? 73,800 Where Have all the clouds got his butt. In the future, there are no clouds. There's no clouds. Uh, Orange Whip.
1: Who's Orange Whip? That's a good name. Isn't it 75,100? Starting to get the hang of this, and it keeps me coming back. It is addictive, yeah. this game, very addictive. It is
0: Rob Player Missile himself, 87,900.
1: He's daddy daddy of the mini missiles.
0: After some gameplay tips from my five year old and one lucky round <laughs> at 60,000, I created from there.
1: Uh, Eric Banana, 90,700. Battling in the RSI made it to 90,700. He does get RSI when he's button bashing. Oh, should we should we let him use auto fire? No, I don't want his fingers hurting. I don't want him to get an arcade hand. Yeah, you have to... I suppose he's got to smack those children at his uh, his work, his college. You,
0: you can't smack you can't smack children anymore now, can you not?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: You just got to verbally abuse him and make him really low self esteem and that, yeah. You?
1: Chuck, chuck a chair at him. No, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that, kids. Don't do that, kids. <laughs> uh, Mike Mick Mick... Orwell. Uh, Ninety-three thousand five hundred.
0: Not a bad game. Reminds me of iridium. Yeah, fair play. It does. Yes. Rob Llewellyn, ninety-seven thousand two hundred. Loving time pilot, and I'm improving. And he said, "Is it the politest game ever?" Because it says, "Thank you for playing." When, when we you played finish.
1: this at CMP spaces, "Thank you for playing." And my thing was, "Thank you for playing." Now off. <laughs> I it doesn't say that. It'd be funny if it did. Come one of our listeners who's good at coding, just change it to put a little swear in there. That'd be really funny. <laughs> Uh, Carl Parry, ah, here we go, 100,000 point club now, 101,400. Time poll 84, enjoyable,
0: but it's no Bosconian. He is dead right. I think Bosconian's a better game, yes. Oh, Mark Happy yes. Dude, 106,700. Morning gaming session with two quick games on this little bushing, bushing, button-mashing beauty. Hashtag round and round we go. Cine Steve,
1: 122,600. I like it, but it's not Time Pilot. feels slower for some reason, although I think it's because of the bullets are just quicker. No imagination with the bosses, but not a bad game. just makes me want to play the original Time Pilot. That's always a good thing as well.
0: Got a point. Sol, 147,200, he says, Time Pilot 84, better than Top of the Box 84, but then he's put, level 6 is a bugger. Might yep. not get a chance to improve as I'm going to watch a film about a bear in a duffel coat. Ah, that'll be Paddington.
1: Yes, he does like a marmalade sandwich. Does Sol. Yeah, could have a marmalade sandwich, please, love? <laughs> he was there at Chris's meet. Nice bloke. And his brother. Shouts to his yeah. brother in him. Uh, next one is... Uh, Tagster. Tagster. 157,500. I think it's fair to say I'm below par on this one. No, you're not. That's a good score.
0: Mm. Tim Keeling, hundred and sixty-four thousand seven hundred. I love this game. Used to play it in a fun pub called Promises before drinking lots of snake bites and barley wine, and then throwing up. You Ooh. would with drinking those two drinks. They're not wise to have together. It even plays well on touchscreen screen devices. He was playing it on. It
1: was. A he, phone. Got, he got. better score than me early on on a phone with him silly, you know, a virtual joystick on the screen. How the oh. heck did he do that? I think he got over 100,000 doing that. Mm. Well done for that. Ian Cullen, 167600 This is flipping awesome, and the games are short, so it has the one more go factor. In the 100k club now, very nice pick. Nice. Vincent Marmite. That's
0: me, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got bored of that yet. I like that. 174000 <sighs> we? 174000 well
1: 174, mm dead. Uh, Chris Mooncrest the bootleg, 182300 It's better than I remember it being. Such a frustrating game at times, especially when you kamikaze into the boss trying to get behind it. You can Mm. almost hit the boss. In fact, you do actually hit him. The collision's a bit on your side when you kill him off. And even if you kill the boss, you lose a life. If you kill the boss and yourself, you lose a life, but you get onto the next level, you don't have to do the boss again.
0: Yeah, it's like the original. Which is a good thing, you just
1: kamikaze straight into it and duff him up.
0: Yeah, Paul Cunningham, 194,400. Liking this one a lot. Not as good as the original, though. we Will keep playing. That's
1: a common thing, isn't it? It must be a fact. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Brian Haribo, uh,
1: 222,000. Nice score. Loved Time Pilot back in the day. Great choice, whoever picked this. It was a listener pick. We don't know who it was exactly, but a few listeners
0: had it. I I think a few mentioned it, yeah. In third place is me with 295,400. In my face? I... I was a bit frustrated. I thought I could do better, but I, I've just not got there. I've not, I left. I didn't play it for weeks. I've been so busy at work and tired, so I've had a week on it instead of two weeks. Yeah. But that's no excuse. I should have done better. I've this, sh- this game, because it's
1: back, because I got my main cab back. I'm at Naomi. I have been getting home from work, doing a few things, and just nipping in there for half an hour and playing a few games, and it's been really nice. I've really enjoyed playing it. So mm. it's, it's nice. to Have a, a new lease of life again on the cab. And I'll continue to play the games as well, which is cool. Uh, Tronads, number two. He is a number two, isn't he? (laughs) 33,700 points. Well done, sir. I love this game, but it's such a biatch. I can't see me getting better than this. It gets so difficult after Wave 15. I wouldn't know that. I got to level nine. I got to Wave
0: 15, but with a less score. And in first place... Disappointing score is the mighty Mr. Charlie Farr with 351,900. Really liking this one. Shooty goodness. This is right up David's
1: alley, isn't it? I thought he'd be on a million, honestly. Yeah. I thought he'd, he'd just loop it and loop it and loop it because it's the kind of game he, he just, just does with his eyes closed. I was expecting it, he's, so much more. Seven out of ten, David.
0: He's not He's not got double anybody else, so he's, it's a poor score from must, David. Must just, concentrate more. Must
1: try harder, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And what else have we got? Summary, right? This is my summary. It's not very summary at all. It's November, you idiot. Oh yeah. It's quite <laughs> it's quite quite warm up here, actually, <laughs> not too bad. Balmy. It's seven degrees today, it was all right that. Good. <laughs> anyway, that's what Makar said. Anyway, it looks quite cool to have your missile chase after a particularly swirly enemy a while before catching it. But on later levels, it forces you to only fire missiles when you're very close to an enemy, making the homing function almost redundant. You've mentioned this. Yeah. I'm not keen on that bit. I think as soon as the target sight turns red, then the missile should st- travel straight for like an it and it. Like an arrow. Like an arrow from a gun yeah. or something like that. Then you are stocked with two missiles ready for the next encounter. I agree. Mm. I concur, sir. Yeah,
1: yes. uh, as I said earlier, I think I sort of jumped the gun a bit, saying if you had a little uh like a defender type map at the top, a radar, if you like, uh showing you where different things were. It didn't tell you what the things are, maybe it's just a little red pointer, red dot, you know, where there's something there. So you can go there and, and look look for your bonuses and find your bonuses. That'd be quite good to do, I think. And you can sort of go around getting them all. Maybe it resets when you've got them all and you can just do them again. That'd be quite an interesting. It'd give you a sort of a pointer to do something rather than just turn around and shoot stuff, which Mm. is fine. I mean, it'd give you a little, another sort of incentive to go after the the points, I think. That'd be good. Yeah, the game's pretty good, though. As everyone said, it's a worthy successor to Time Pilot,
0: but not as good.
1: Originals are usually the best, aren't they?
0: yes yeah i have put overall it is a good game i like the atmosphere of it and the gameplay is classic time pilot but i can understand why it's not held in such high esteem as its predecessor i would like to see maybe different time periods and a few different backgrounds and i've put it seemed a bit of a lazy sequel but i've crossed that out i don't think it is a lazy sequel i think it stands up as a good game in its own right yeah but it does suffer in comparison because Time Pilot is just so, so damn good.
1: If it didn't have the name Time Pilot attached to it, it'd just be a good shooter, wouldn't it? Mm, Yeah. But I've also said... I also thought earlier, and I've proved to myself that isn't the case. I was thinking that the direction you travel away in might have something to do with the location of the 8,000-point bonuses. So on the first level, you go, right... And I was thinking it might have been good if the next level you went up at the end of it, you could turn yourself around quickly to go to the next bonus, and then maybe left on the next one, and then down, and you know just sort of work out level 1 is right, level 2 is left, level 3 is down, or whatever. But that isn't the case, because I did try and do that, and it's not the case at all. But I think that would be another good little mechanic, where you could sort of work out where you're going to next. You can sort of travel to the place you want to go next. But it's not really the case, is it? No, it's good though. It's a good game. It sort of rem- that would remind me of the position the baddie comes out on Star Force. You know, at the end of Star Force, yeah. you get the same baddie every single time, which is similar to this game. If you've got an even number of your score in the hundreds, I think it comes out the left hand side. And if it you've got an odd r- number, or other way round, whatever, it's yeah. either one of the other. odd is one side and even is the other side. Do you always know which way it comes out, and you can shoot it quick, right in the mm. face. <laughs> Yeah, so thumbs up, really, from us, yeah? Yeah, not bad. A lot better than I thought it would be. I'm happy we mm. played it, and I'd like to get hold of the PCB to put in a cab with Time Pilot. I think it'd be quite good having the two together.
0: If Time Pilot original was at perfection, say 10 out of 10, I would give this a solid 7 out of 10.
1: Yeah, I agree. Same mm. here, I think. Mm. Cool. That's that one done. Right, this is a new thing, really. It's a review of the Bishop of Battle. Thank yes. you to Ben of Steel for sending a link where we could watch it. And it's a, a film called Nightmares. It's a, a film with four mini films mm. in it. And I, I only watched Bishop of Battle because I was in the bath and I had to watch Ben Heck as well. So I had to watch it. I had to fast forward towards and, and watch Bishop of Battle.
0: And also thanks to Charlie Far for sending us a link as well. Right, Here's my review of it. Well, quick review. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> Wise-ass punk kid J.J. Cooney plays pleiads to hustle some young Hispanic gentlemen wearing hairnets with a score of 17,220. Why was that dude wearing a hairnet? It's the it's the fashion of them
1: young Hispanic gentlemen. No, it wasn't. Nobody wears a hairnet for no reason. They did in the 80s. <laughs> hairnet? Why would mm. you wear a
0: hairnet? I certainly wouldn't. Surely you look better in a dapper hat. <laughs> I when we did pleads, right, is loads of us beat that score, 17,220. So poor I score. I didn't. Poor score, Charlie Sheen. Did you notice anyway.
1: on the on when he was playing Pleiades play they were are using the wrong music? The wrong sound Mooncresta. effects. I thought yeah. it was sounds. Yeah. Idiots. What did that for? Idiots. Actually actually play ads is horrible noise, isn't it? It makes a nasty noise.
0: Some of it's all right, but mm-hmm. yeah. he uses, this is JJ Cooney, uses his ill-gotten games to pump quarters into the Bishop of Battle, a game with his local arcade about which he has become obsessed. I, I can
1: say to people now, do not pump Bishop of Battle. <laughs> it's not wise to pump the bishop. Just do no. not do it, kids. No. Your In eyes defence- are no
0: square. It's trying to reach the mythical level 13. The arcade owner throws him out at closing time, so he goes on to argue with his parents about performing poorly at school. They tell him he is banned from the arcade, but JJ, being quite a dude, he climbs out of his bedroom window and breaks into the arcade that evening. Classic. He He plays Bishop of Battle on his own and reaches level 13, upon which the cab explodes. It's an explosion.
1: It's not really an explosion, is it? It's sort of like someone hits it with a hammer off screen... You see it falling apart, and there's sparks and stuff flying out of it, which are obviously sparkless, just
0: put in the cab. Mm, it's the yeah. worst graphics
1: I've ever seen in a film.
0: Worst then, CGI. After that explosion, the enemies from the game come to life, these wireframe enemies, and start shooting at him, causing many other lovely machines to blow up. I reckon they wrecked a load of machines to make that film.
1: I, I, know, I looked at it carefully. I put in my notes, you know, they've ruined all these nice cabs when you see the cabs being broken, they've already got screens missing. I think they were just naff old shells they used. Well, this, yeah. this film had a really low budget. Back <laughs> then, those cabs would have been about $2,000, $3,000 each. I don't believe mm. they broke that many cabs. I think they just used some old shells they found somewhere. Could do. Anyway, he uses the gun from the cab. He takes, he pulls the gun off
0: the cab to shoot most of the bad
1: guys. That is not on, is it? Wrecking, yeah. wrecking a cab like a Zaxxon, maybe, ripping the 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 controller off and then just leaving it somewhere
0: Mm. Mm. the bishop who is a a 3d vector face the bishop himself catches jj and sucks him into the game and then the cab rebuilds itself and the next day the arcade opens and jj can be seen as the playable carrots in the actual game
1: Do (gasps) do you know how the cab rebuilds itself they play the video in reverse
0: that is clever
1: it is that cheap I think all That's... the effects of it because it's got it's got um, like the wireframe effects chasing around the arcade shooting at stuff. I think it 's done on a Commodore sixty four. Yeah, it, the CGI is is that poor? It's really bad. It's over a time. It's an eighties film, isn't it? What I did like about the, the the film is actually filmed in an arcade by the looks of it. It's not. It doesn't look like a set. It looks like an arcade. There's tons of mm. games in there. Some of the games I noticed: Zaxxon, Frogger, Slither, Pac Man, Pleiades with the Mooncruster sounds, Defender, Galaxian, Vanguard, Hoist. Burger Time, Starhawk, Berserk Ripoff, Asti Deluxe, Carnival. Loads of really cool games in there. And loads of old pinballs as well. What's Hoist? Did you say Hoist? Hoist, yeah. It's like Joust, but the autocorrect calls it Hoist. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it was for a minute. I just thought, no one will notice. Just keep hoist. going. No one will notice. Sean will never
0: notice. That's how it goes. Ho- hoist is Joust with winches. The birds are winched upon a hoist.
1: Yes. Do you know what? I I fast-forwarded to the end of the Nightmares film. There was a film at the end, and there's a giant watt.
0: What's a watt? Is that your autocorrect?
1: No, it's like a rat. It's a watt. There's a (laughs) giant rat in there. I'm I'm pretty sure an iPhone 3 could do better video effects than that. Yeah. It was quite poor, that bit. But I Um, I liked the film for the nostalgia of the arcade. That was the best part about the film. The film was really cheesy, with a very young Emilio Estevez. Oh, I thought it was Charlie Sheen. No, it is, yeah. I was guessing way, be, mixed Being
0: up. stroppy. He did yeah. very well at being stroppy. Stroppy child. Anyway, the Bishop of Battle Cab had a spinner on it, three square buttons above the spinner, and a ray gun and an LED score. How weird was that? Yeah, and
1: he was, he was just, just bashing the buttons all over the place and, and just smiling mm. and then sweating. Yeah. It wasn't a game of time, part for goodness sake. And it's uh, a. It looked like, devil.
0: It looked like a 3D ish version of berserk which then sort of switched into first person maze corridor version of berserk yeah, as you got farther into, then. farther into the game yeah so i quite enjoyed it actually i thought it was a bit cheesy quite fun yeah it was all the time wasn't it
1: yeah if i'd seen that as a kid i'd have freaked out and watched it hundreds of times because it's got arcade machines in it yeah mm. yeah quite fun though i thought it was quite good did you learn any lessons about the evils of video games? Nope. 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 play more games. Next show's game. Right then. Uh, last thing to do is the next show's game. Well, oh, not not the penultimate thing to do. Yeah. That's a twenty-dollar <laughs> word for you, um, is next show's game, and it's my pick.
0: And I'm worried because it's all blank this bit on our show. Do you know those. why it's blank? Because you
1: haven't thought of one. On the nose. So next week's game, next two weeks' game, is going to be Kangaroo by Sunsoft at to Atari. Uh, standard settings in MAME. We'll pop them on the website because I've got them in front of me at the moment. And uh, use your mama kangaroo. No, how would it go? It would go sort of
0: like, use your Ain't mama no, kangaroo my. and go and get your <laughs> little the little jowl at the top of you. No,
1: it's not, <laughs> it's not a New York accent, is it? It's Australian.
0: Yeah, so you can put that on the show
1: notes, the... Settings for that. Yep, standard ones in main, whatever they may be, and I
0: shall play it on the PCB. Brilliant. Okay, thanks for listening, kids. No, and we no, will catch not yet. You you not. Next time, you're not getting away with it. Finish the music
1: quiz right at the end. <laughs>
0: right then, son. Let's do. I don't like
1: this bit. I don't care. I like doing it, and I like being. I need loads of. Give me
0: loads of clues, and then give me like. percentage of a point for how many clues you give me
1: right then the first one uh, begins with b and it goes something like this
0: is it hoist (laughs) it's not hoist (laughs) there are hoists in it oh is it is it so it's a platformer yeah Beginning with B. Burger time. Nope. B. It's a French game.
1: Bagman? Yes. Ah, That was a bit convoluted. You got there in the end. How many did I get like a quarter of a point for that? I get 0.6 of a point. No, (laughs) 0.48. Right, here we go. This is the next one. This is an easy game. Also begins with B. Come on, that's an easy one. Um, uh, this Club, it's on the 19 in one balloon fight. Nope, begins with B. I'd give you loads of clues, it'd be so easy if I did. There's a witch in it. A witch,
0: I can hear you typing. Do not be drinking <laughs> anything <laughs> 19 in one media card reader. Oh, that's not right. <sighs> it's bubbles, got... you idiot. Bubbles, yes. Oh, I don't really know the games on 19 in one yeah go on it's it's
1: it's an arcade club as well so you should have known that one here we go how many points do we get for that none none you've got 2.48 at the moment
0: I I googled the wrong thing anyway go on (laughs) that's
1: not going to help is it
0: is it Peter's fun factory party time euro dance mix
1: no it's a platform game platform
0: game what year Eighty-two. Eighty-two M Eighty-two. Is it? No, more clues, please. I own the PCB
1: of it. More clues. I used to own the cabinet of it. More clues. Boxing gloves are involved. Kangaroo.
0: Yes. Is it kangaroo? I point wouldn't know. One that. of a
1: point. You got two point five eight points out of five, and that's, that's generous. Not bad. That's, that's not really bad. generous. <sighs> You're not very good at these, are you? No you impressed that I knew that kangaroo was 82 without even googling it
0: yeah was it was it is it sunsoft did it and then sunsoft,
1: licensed it? Atari to, well, I licensed it to Atari yeah
0: do you know what I did on time pilot 84 I didn't even put the sound on really until, a, until about because I don't play with sound on a I lot of the time I can't play
1: games without sound they sit really flat without sound
0: and I put the sound on it sounds awesome and then I actually listen to the proper cab and the sounds on Mame are bob on absolutely perfect yeah.
1: Okay, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you in two weeks time on podcast ninety nine.
0: Yes, thanks for listening, kids, and prepare for a extremely difficult music quiz next time, Vic. Really, really tough.
1: I'll bring on take on all comers. <laughs> it's gonna be so obscure. You can't do it too because that's just silly. I didn't I did yours of games you would have played before. Mm, yeah I know so don't be, doing, <laughs> anyway. don't be doing mad shooters and racing games because I'm not known to them at all yeah oh well, that's a good tip thank you all right off your pop see you soon thank you goodbye bye bye you can download or play the podcast read all the show notes and leave feedback at www10 you can email me at vertvic at 10 you can also reach us on our Facebook page you can tweet me at 10 and you can tweet Sean at sean holly we'd love to hear from you for game suggestions arcade pickups and stories or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered
0: one more thing sire a fellow Monica, chinny with his abnormally large mandible, is a veritable snork jacket. <laughs> do it again, you idiot. <clears throat> <clears throat> <sighs> oh, I don't know how you write them. They're really
1: good. I did it last night. I thought, oh, I'm getting bored of these. I start f <laughs> myself writing so I'll do it. Excuse me.